Welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, where we chat to people making a difference in their communities and in the lives of others. And here is your host for today, Jeff Griffin. I'm really looking forward to talking with Sam Kane today, who is representing the Golden Square Pool Inc. Group, winner of the Awards Australia Community Group of the Year uh, in the 2019 program. This is an inspiring story that showcases the power of the people. When people come together with common purpose, anything's possible. Sam, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for having me. Uh, My real pleasure. And uh, I remember vividly uh, the win last year. In fact, I was on stage uh, presenting you. It was a great moment. It's a great story and a real story of um, just sticking to what you believe, to your cause and uh, and getting the job done. Firstly, Sam, can you tell us a little, bit about, a little bit about Golden Square? Where are you, in fact, and how many people live in town? Absolutely. So, so Golden Square is a suburb of Bendigo in Victoria. Um, so there's about 10,000 or so who live in our suburb of Golden Square, and Bendigo has a population um, of uh, pushing 110,000 people. Um, and so Golden Square is just a little bit out of the city centre, but it has that wonderful neighbourhood community and, 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 and sort of suburb vibe that um, is really, really wonderful. Fantastic. Just gives us a little bit of history there. Um, Sam, it must have been really devastating to the community to be told that the pool was going to be closed. Of course, you're a group of about 90 locals of all ages who successfully in 2012 saved the 102-year-old swimming pool from being closed by council. What was the approach to save the pool and how did you go about it? Absolutely, yeah. So it was it was um, back in two thousand and twelve where um, a group of, of people in our suburb um, realised that um, the pool was about to be closed and was going to be decommissioned, and and they got together and, and sort of said, no, this this pool means something to the community and it can be reclaimed and 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 get a new life if it can stay open. Um, and so what happened then was um, was people started sharing things on Facebook, writing letters to the, to the local newspapers, contacting councillors, and really just starting a campaign to say this pool is important and if we lose it, then it can never, ever be replaced. And, and I was back um, in year eight when I joined that, that group um, to save the pool. And I remember putting a big blue banner on my fence um, that said, save our pool and a blue ribbon um, and doing letterbox drops around the suburb and to get the word out. And, and, um, and for me, it was it was so important because it was the place where I learned to swim as a as a kid, and, and where my mum and dad had, had took um, my my sister and I um, after school every day, and we'd meet friends and have dinner down there, and to realise that that wasn't going to happen for the kids um, who were younger than me in our suburb if the pool was gone was was really hard for me. So I thought um, that I would join um, the group that had already started this campaign and, and do all that we can, and and um, and we were successful. Um, three or four months later, in achieving that goal of, of, of keeping the pool open. Yeah, it's massive. Were well, the whole community behind you with the initiative? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, it started small and, and I, I wasn't there from, from day one. So it was about four weeks into the campaign when one of our neighbours actually said, um, oh, you should join join this group of people there. They're fighting for our swimming pool. Um, so it was a small group when it started, but as the months went on and as we continued to sort of um, 
sort of let our voice be heard about the issue. It grew and grew and grew. And and um, and it was interesting when we w- went to council um, for a decision on the pool, um, we actually went two times. So the first time we went to council, they, they actually voted to continue with the closure. And so it was that point there where we were faced with a bit of a crossroads of do we continue with this fight or do we just let let um, let the answer ring true and and, and deal with it? And, and, and at that point we said, no, this is a cause we believe in. So we continued. It was that moment where it just grew massive in terms of the whole, uh, well, the majority of our community sort of getting involved. Of course, um, there were people and there still, still is today that, that don't believe our pool should be there. For, for a range of, of reasons, um, but people who were part of the, the group and the campaign were there because they had a reason and, and a belief that um, this pool means something. The community outdoor pools mean something to communities and um, and all that would be lost if, if the closure vote and closure was to continue. Yeah. Look, I, I think there's such a powerful lesson there. Never give up. If you really believe, don't give up. And you're right, not everybody's going to believe in any cause. Just ask our politicians. Uh, You're never going to please everybody all the time. But, you know, that's so exciting that you stuck to your guns and made that decision. Once you do that sometimes, you actually go to another level. You do. And and it was interesting, uh, between the, the two council votes, the, just, the reason why there was a change in sort of um, opinion from councillors and the council more broadly was um, the community, our, our group, said to council, well, um, how about we take on the running of this pool um, and will you, will you save it then? Will you let us do it? And that was the catalyst. It was, okay, the community will fundraise, the community will do all of this kind of stuff, and that was the difference. I think that um, us coming out and saying that, I think, um, created sort of a new perspective for the community to say, gee, these guys are really serious. They want to go at least. They, they want to try and do this. And that's where the community buy-in came in. Um, and so, and so it, was, it was just that repeated conversation and, and, and sort of talking that made it, made it happen, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And that's so spot on. You really put your, um, your money and your, your labour into, into what you were aiming to do by offering to take it on. And I guess that did show council that you were serious. In doing that. So, okay, we're going back to 2012. You got the good news that Paul had been saved. I guess there would have been a fair amount of work required. What was the plan back then to uh, to get to where you're going today? Yeah, it's, um, I reflect on this this a lot actually, um, sort of eight years on now, and I remember myself, I was back at sort of 13, 14-year-old, old kid then I I was just um, sort of a young volunteer in the group and we had a fantastic leadership team our former presidents and and volunteers who led the charge there and and what they were really doing at that point was okay we've got six eight months before summer starts what do we need to do to make this pool safe compliance um, and improve it and, and and restore it so it's 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 able to be swam in and visited by our community so they started had zero zero dollars in the bank um, and also um, had no experience running a swimming pool either so there was a lot of training that went on so our team went out and, and started learning about how to run a pool and then also alongside that raising money for the works and then working with sort of locals in, in the industry um, to, to, to sort of prioritise tasks and and things to get the pool up to standard and ready to go. And so that was a sort of an eight-month period. And I remember my, my sort of involvement then was 
was being involved in fundraising, so endless amounts of barbecues. I'm sure a lot of listeners will recall fundraising barbecues and and um, getting involved with Saturday morning and um, tin rattles at the traffic lights, trivia nights, donations, selling chocolates, all of these things just to get enough money to 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 improve the infrastructure and get it going. Um, and that initial team and volunteer group who did that were just incredible. The amount of drive and, and initiative they have, and I still look up to them. Um, and I'm inspired by them because um, it, it required them to keep going and, and get up after fallbacks to go, we have this belief that we want the pool to be open, um, so we're going to stick to it. And, and it's their work that have allowed us to, to enjoy what we have created today. Yeah, I guess you don't think beyond the fact that, you know, people have a passion and a belief to do something, but the raising the money, the hard work and as you said, actually learning how to run a pool and build things and do stuff. How many people do you reckon you've had through uh, in the last eight years? Yeah, so we, we've had um, just over 108,000 patrons through the yeah. gates um, since we first opened in November of 2013 under our management as, as volunteers. Um, and and I sort of, sort of um, think every day that that's such a, a remarkable a number in our community and shows the power of, of what the facility provides and and um and it's not only people coming in for a swim but it's people coming um to connect with a range of different programs um it's more about the whole sort of health and well-being of a person yes you can go swimming and swim laps but it's about okay social and mental health as well and and that's um been one of the, the greatest things i think our facility provides to people yeah absolutely and i remember the uh, the story and listening at judging to the judges talk about what you've done and it's much bigger than a pool now isn't it it's quite a hub tell us about some of the additions or improvements that you've made to to the hub absolutely uh, one one of the the key parts of when we um received the news that the pool had been saved when when the team the first committee and volunteers sat around um we sort of said well yes, this is a swimming pool, but we want to be more than that. We want to be more than just a place to swim and different from any other pool that's around. So what do we do to do that? And it's been a long sort of eight-year journey and it's still evolving every day. But what, So we really focused on those extra additional programs beyond just the physical jumping in for a splash on a, on a hot summer's afternoon. So we have... Um, over summer, a really strong live music and events series where we get bands in and food trucks and on hot summer nights and sort of relax by the pool deck on the grass. So that's one key component. Um, we also have a, a community garden program as well. Um, so we develop, grow um, veggies and, and produce on site um, a, as well. We also have um, health and wellbeing programs as well. So we have eight different classes across the week from water aerobics to yoga to Zumba to boot camps as well that people can interact with. And we, and we run a, and a free multicultural swimming program as well um, that connects um, new arrivals and, 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 and members of our multicultural community in um, to be learnt water safety and awareness skills um, so then they feel confident with their own children and families um, in the water too. Um, and so they're some of the programs that we've, we've done to, to really make the place more than just dropping in for an afternoon, but it's really a whole sort of experience is what we've tried to build to build up there. And, and, and as part of that, it's been about um, creating just a wonderful community atmosphere for, for people to engage in um, as well. Yeah, you really have been so inclusive in your thinking, bringing all walks of life together whether it be uh, your volunteer mentor program um, or for juniors, 
or whether it be a live events, you know, health and wellbeing classes, in the uh, migrant multicultural adult programs, and the free swim. Because you do the swim safe Bendigo uh, mm. free swimming lessons. It it really is extraordinary. You you must all be so very proud of what you've achieved as a crew from having a pool going to be closed to where you are now. It it, it isn't. I think um. The, the team, um, I think, just are so, so happy every single day to see where the journey, I think. So from, from way back in 2012 where there was a pool that was so run down to now it's a really vibrant and inclusive space where there is someone around all the time to chat to, to, to have a couple with, to have a meal with, to, um, to really connect with. And there wasn't an, a place like that in Golden Square in our suburb before the pool was there but now it means something to every single person and and whether it's one of our volunteers and as you mentioned we have our junior volunteer team program where we have volunteers as young as five coming in to learn skills with their parents and if, if it's from that perspective of a volunteer learning new skills right through to the to the to the to the mum or the the grandmother or, or jumping in for a, a health program there's such a wide benefit there um for, for people to interact with. And our volunteers are really, really proud to say that they've been a part of doing something so unique and, and so something that evolves every day but doesn't exist uh, anywhere else. Um, and I think a good judge of that is the smile, I think, that you see on the face of the volunteers every day when they say, hey, I I had a, played a part in, in, in seeing that person um, achieve an outcome, get fitter, um, connect with new people and, and have um, and create new friendships. Um, so I think that's pretty special. Yeah, I must give you all a real buzz, every <laughs> smile and every person that you see come through and participate in one form or another. What do you think, Sam, has been the most successful community initiative, in your opinion anyway, uh, so far? What's your highlight? What gives you the biggest uh, thrill? The biggest thrill for me, um, I think, um, is is the fact that we're so inclusive of, of every single person. I think mean, that's demonstrated um, in the, the volunteers that we have and and our our programs that um, so so we encourage whole families to to volunteer and get involved together. And so when I walk in of an afternoon and see. Um, see a volunteer, a mum and a dad with their two kids all volunteering together behind the kiosk um, with the parents mentoring their, their kids in, in in skills such as money handling and teamwork and being involved in community. That just brings such a, a real joy to me um, because I can see the meaning that it's having on the volunteers. Um, and so it's it just that, that for me, it gives me a real smile every single day when I see, see that. I think more broadly, um, I like to sort of have... Um, a sort of uh, a sort of goal that I try and run everything by in my head, and it's sort of creating a happy and a healthy community in every initiative that we create. And so, when I see an initiative that the volunteers have developed and it hits that goal, um, I I get really really happy. Um, so, so to be broad, but my, my 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 sort of sense of happiness and achievement comes from when we tick that bowl of a goal of of people being happy and healthy um, by engaging in our service. Yeah, that's really super cool. Um, get into your happy place, seeing others uh, come together to support each other, and that is what it's all about, people supporting each other to a common goal. Now, I think it's brilliant. Well done, mate, uh, to you and Golden Square Pool group. Really absolutely brilliant and inspiring. 
uh, it was such a thrill to be a part of the awards night to see you and hear your story, meet you all, not all necessarily, not all 90, but um, to meet you in person well, it was such a thrill for me. Um, do you think the recognition of being nominated at the time and then going on to win the award has really helped uh, the Golden Square Pool group? I think it, it has, Jeff, and and I think um, when I sort of reflect back on what we we've done, it was it was a bit of a bit of a whirlwind. So like you get involved in something, um, and like for me, I put a banner on my fence and never expected it to go beyond three months of a campaign. And so then you get in the the momentum of fundraising, running a pool season, develop applying for grants, doing all this stuff, and then you don't actually um, realise the work you've done. I don't think you just sort of become you just do it, and then when we found out that. Um, that we had been nominated and then had reached the finals, it was sort of it was a it was a great recognition and, and, and validation of of the work um, that not many of us had sort of stopped to appreciate and recognise before. And I remember sort of when I told the volunteers that we had um, been nominated and then we'd reached the finalists, they sort of a great sense of pride and achievement in them that their work was being recognised by somebody else. And they they all thought that what they were doing was pretty cool. But then when somebody else thought that as well, especially on a state level, um, it was just a real sense of satisfaction and, and happiness that came from that. Um, so it was it was fantastic, fantastic um, to receive that recognition. Yeah, I guess we, uh, as individuals and groups, we don't go out looking for accolades or for a pat on the back, but it's such a thrill to actually receive them particularly when you're not looking for them. And I think that makes it all the, all the more special. And I remember the joy that you had when you had were announced as the winner. Yeah. Uh, it, was, uh, it was just terrific. And, you know, you, you can't rest on your laurels either, can you? Because all the work you've done, the hard work, the countless hours of voluntary contribution, the fundraising, the significant value-adding that you've done to the community and through the, the community hub, I believe that you still face closure again earlier this year. What happened there? We did. Um, so in July of, of this year, um, a, a master plan for the wider precinct that we sit part of um, with other with, a, other, with an oval and, and a bowls facility um, and, and, some, and some other sporting recreation um, areas, um, a master plan was developed for that, that precinct and one of the options there, there was five options presented and, and um, one of them included the pool remaining and, and us continuing our work and, and the others um, included the pool being, um, being um, replaced um, with other community um, activities and the recommendation that went to council was for the option that saw us closed uh, being endorsed. And so that would see our pool closed um, within a three-year time frame. And so that, that would be the end of the journey and the community work that we'd done together. And so like we did back in 2012, um, the community rallied together, but we only had one week to do it. We, we literally found out on a Wednesday and then met the vote, the meeting was the next Wednesday. Wow. And, so, and so all of a sudden the, the community, our volunteers and our broader supporters and partners um, kicked into action and, and, and really said, Hang on a second. This is it. This is this vote will determine the long term future of the pool and the space that we've created together. So, like we did, we we um we we wrote letters to the editor. We 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 spoke and advocated to our councillors who are ultimately making making the vote. Um, we we had a, a strong a big sort of social media campaign where 
where members of the community were encouraged to talk about the pool and share why they love it so much. And again, it can be into sort of the, the art of sort of conversation with, with members of the community to sort of encourage them to write to their counsellors and speak up. Um, and it was such a, an intense week. Um, I don't think I didn't sleep for seven days, it felt like, and, and certainly some of our volunteers didn't either because we realised that all we've done together could be lost um, in the space of one vote. Um, and we were um, so, so fortunate um, to to gain um, a successful vote which saw the pool retained um, and not closed down, but all of the other precincts, um, users, actually receive an upgrade too. And so we sort of believe that it's such a, a great outcome because our pool that is there for everyone can remain and everyone else sees um, a benefit as well. And so um, we're, just, we're just thrilled. Fantastic. I mean, what a, what a story. Uh, it, it's, um, I mean, I guess that even adds value to your win last year and your nomination to think that after all of that work, you may have lost it all and you won't even enter into the discussion about why you weren't uh, involved in maybe some of the pre-discussion about what those options were and had your opportunity to buy into that conversation after you had created such a valuable resource uh, for the community. And uh, I'm so delighted for you and your team that you've been able to uh, to do this. And clearly the eight years of solid work that you've contributed made an impact on the final decision. I, I, think, it, I think it did. And, and, and while um, our community were really supportive, it, there was also the other side of the argument that said, no, we don't want the pool to be there. Um, and 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 still there are people, as I said earlier, every single day um, who probably don't want our pool to be there and, and can think of a better spend of money or a better use of community resources. But what, what we said throughout that campaign and to all the people that um, didn't want the pool to be there and what I continue to say every day is that this is an inclusive space for everyone. We, we take everybody who walks through the gate becomes part of the Golden Square Pool family um, and we really do implement um, programs that tick different boxes for where people are in different stages of life. And once you take away that strong and authentic community movement and group that are doing this um, all for nothing um, and having such a huge health benefit, you're not going to recreate that in any additional or new community facilities because the community has buy-in and the community has developed this really from the ground up. And um, once you take their resource and their facility away, it's not going to magically just appear again. And so that's what we stay true to every day and that's what we will continue living out because we don't want to see the pool disappear um, and all the benefits um, also get lost with them. Yeah, all power to you. And I'm sure Council is so proud uh, of what you've all achieved, no doubt, because you do add value to the community. And, of course, they've got to listen to everybody. They've got to follow due process. Uh, but clearly they're super impressed with what you're able to bring to the local community. So, again, all power to, to you. So what is next, Sam, for um, Golden Square Pool Inc.? Yeah, so um, we it's sort of an interesting period for us now, um, Jeff, because we have never had um, in front of us um, a, a long-term future. This is the first time we've been able to say we're going to actually be here 
in the next 5, 10, 15 years um, as a facility. So what we're doing is we've, um, we, with this earliest year, we, we wrote our strategic plan um, that goes across the next four years and it includes um, new programs and sort of in infrastructure upgrades um, and new initiatives that are going to ensure sort of the long-term sustainability of, of what we do, ensure there are upgrades to ensure safety and compliance and, um, and ensure we can continue to have the community benefit from that. Um, so we're actively applying for grants and funding um, to, to see sort of capital sort of improvements and upgrades and things like that and, and working really hard to, to make sure that, um, that we can be here long, long into the future. So that's what our volunteers are doing now is, is putting that really hard work in um, of the funding applications and, and all of that and, and getting the strong community support and partners um, to make what we do um, really, really possible um, for, for many, many years to come. To have long-term certainty is absolutely brilliant, but I take my hat off because it could be easy to rest on your laurels and say, wow, we've won that battle, we can sit back for a while, take a little breather. Ah. It sounds like you're doing everything super well, so brilliant. No, thanks, Jeff. And it was uh, it was interesting. I remember we after the council meeting, um, while everyone, um, due, to, due to COVID restrictions, the time that we're living in in 2020, we're all separated, watching the vote on our on our own screens. Only a few of us could be together, and then the phone just didn't stop buzzing that night. But all of our community and volunteers are going. That's great, Sam. What are we doing next? What are we doing tomorrow? How can we get involved? Where can I help? And that was amazing because it just, again, reiterated to me that the community buy-in is there and people want to see this pool stay in the community. And so it was great. And I said to people, oh, maybe we can have a rest for a few days. I'm a bit tired. But they're like, no, nah, we want to get involved. So, <laughs> Yeah, it really binds people together. Yeah, it does. That's a validation, that success to for all the hard work that you've been doing. And it just re-echoes over and over in my mind every time you mention something to never give up yeah. in what you really believe in. Keep going. You know, if you really believe, you can make it possible by hard work and uh, and really being together on a common cause. Absolutely. You're right, Jeff. And, and I, I think back to the beginning and, and I didn't know anyone um, in who – volunteers at our pool now i didn't know people down the street around around um, our neighborhood but we all came together in that common goal um to see our pool remain and we, we, we from that has been some incredible incredible outcomes and um and it's it's right you're never giving up it's overcoming challenges and it's staying true to the cause and and that's what our team have done every every day which has um been just remarkable i'm not sure richard branson uh came back as often as you guys did a little bit like Lazarus. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I read his books and he talks about persistence and giving and going. That's certainly what you've done. Such a, a privilege to talk with you today. Sam, do you have any words of wisdom for our listeners? Anything that you can uh, share with them that's been part of the successes of your journey? I think, um, I think Jeff, um, you summed up really well. It's about never, never giving up, um, and, and and never, never um, saying no or it's not possible um, is is a key thing. And and but for me, I think one of the biggest things that has stuck with me throughout the entire entire journey from when I started as a as a volunteer, as a as a year eight volunteer, um, when we first started right up to, to now, and, and lucky enough to be the president, um, it's that if you've if you've got an idea and and you want to see change and difference happen in your community. And just 
jump in, to use a really poor pool metaphor, just jump in, get started and, and see where it leads. And, um, and, and certainly it's what I take that advice every single day when I'm coming up with a new program or, um, or when we were faced with pool closure, it was just, just continue, have the conversations, seek community support and never stop because the outcomes of just simply getting involved and getting started can be just extraordinary. And, and that's what we've achieved at Golden Square Pool. And I know it's what so many communities um, achieve um, in their own local towns um, every single day as well. Yeah, terrific story. A little plug for uh, Paul McCarthy and the Marketers Club. He has a philosophy of ready, fire, aim. So yep. don't wait. We can wait for perfection all of our lives and it's never going to come. Yep. So get ready and then have a go and get in there and then learn from your mistakes. Absolutely. And it's overcoming challenges, assessing, trying something new, having conversations, getting the people in your team that have the skills just to, to make things happen. And, um, and, and I, just, I just love our team because they're a bunch of, um, of doers. They get in there and they just, just try it out. And, um, and we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't have a great community of, of supporters who are like that. Um, so I, I just thank them every single day um, for, for all that they do. You must, be, you must be much closer and stronger as a unit. Uh, as well over that journey we are we are and um and and i can genuinely say that every volunteer that is with us now that's been with us in the past um and and no doubt will will join us is is such a dear a dear friend to me and and are my second family because we've come so close in collaborating sharing ideas um having some some massive challenges and overcoming them and it's brought people together and i think a great thing about sort of creating a, a great community that's sort of socially cohesive is is about everyone just getting to know each other and um, and coming together and and that's I think some something that's quite quite amazing that's come out of our journey um, is that now people actually know each other and can stop in the street say good day um, and arrange for have a co- coffee and a, a catch up and a swim and all of this together and that wouldn't be possible if our pool wasn't there. Fantastic. I think we can all take heart from your story, from that of Golden Square Pool Inc. group, particularly as we have been through COVID-19. Hopefully what's the worst of it, but the economy is suffering and uh, to hear your story and be inspired to not give up in the face of adversity and things will get better if we help to make them get better. Uh, has just been inspiring for me and hopefully for all of our listeners. Um, Sam, how can our listeners find out more about and connect with Golden Square Pool Inc.? Absolutely. Um, We have um, uh, people can jump onto our Facebook page, so just search Golden Square Pool um, into the Facebook search engine. We also have a a website as well, um, so Google search that, and all of our plans and um our story and and where we're going in the future is all listed on there um so i'd encourage anyone who's interested in our our work um, and, and wants to get involved um to definitely get in touch with with us on there and um, we'd be happy to have have a conversation um because yeah collaboration and, and getting together um is is the way that um achieve uh, achievements are, are realized so i'd encourage anyone to, to get in touch with us um and be more than happy to have a chat Absolutely. And for any of our listeners 
who have some time when the uh, when the areas open up a little wider, uh, get up to see the Golden Square Pool Community Hub. You might catch them there, deep pulling out some weeds. Uh, <laughs> to you, mate, and to all of your Golden Square Pool Inc. group volunteers and members, congratulations to Council for understanding and seeing the value and the purpose that you provide for people. Um, Acknowledgement to you all. It's been a real privilege and a joy to talk to you today, Sam. I hope people are inspired as much as I am by your story, the story of all of you, of course, and uh, will really enjoy, have enjoyed this podcast today. Thanks, Sam. Uh, Jeff, thank you, and, and a huge thank you to to your to your group and Award Australia as well for your support and um and for your your ongoing sort of friendship now that we can have in this network uh, together. Um, it, it's great, and um, it was it was fantastic to connect with you on on the awards night, and I look forward to doing so in the future. Thank you, Sam. We um, we look forward to many more terrific podcasts, and it's been such a privilege, as I say. All the best, mate. Thanks, Jeff. I hope you enjoyed today's interview as much as I have. We would love you to subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss an episode. Join us each week as we talk with ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. Did you know that Awards Australia is a family-owned business that proudly makes a difference in the lives of those that make a difference for others? And we thank our corporate and not-for-profit partners for making our award programs possible. Do you know someone that's making a difference? Or maybe your business might like to sponsor an award. Contact us through our Instagram page, inspirational.australians, or head to our website, awardsaustralia.com. It would be great if you could share this episode with your network because who doesn't like a good news story? And please rate and review us. We would really love to hear your thoughts. Until next week, stay safe and remember... Together, we make a difference. Thanks for joining us today on the Inspirational Australians podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening and have been inspired by ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. So it's goodbye for another week. Remember, together, we make a difference.